Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode 114. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Yade, and joining me today is the beautiful British boy, Chris Penwell. Hello, Chris. Salutations, everybody. Hello. Hi. How are things? I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Played some good games this week. Can't complain. Played some good games? Yes. Can't complain. No. Um, cool. You're wearing a nice shirt. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rep- representing the active quest there. Mm-hmm. The act. <laughs> we should change our name to the active the quest. The active quest. Um, uh, joining us as well, as always, is the blue-haired, or green. Is it blue or green? Josh. Uh, it is Hello, blue, Josh. but it is fading. I need to re-dye it. And so my blonde and blue are combining into green, I think. A little bit. Oh. Well, either way, it looks lovely. I have Hello, Josh. the definitive version of Doom 3 with me today. It is the original what version. Makes that, what makes that the definitive? Because the game was designed with the need to choose between visibility and safety oh you had to swap between oh, the flashlight and the gun yeah. and then the bfg edition they were just like no it's on your armor i i bought something you might disagree with tell me um oh. what is it tell me is it kingdom hearts oh that's a good game <laughs> no i don't disagree i got sneak king everyone you could sneak up on me with burger king anytime oh man i was telling i was telling kennedy about that game and she just was like i Okay, she just was like, it's, I don't want to. I don't want to. Really I don't want to hear about it anymore. But yeah, I bought some Xbox 360 games. So I bought Enslaved, um, which I'll that's be a doing, good. Game. Oh, that's a good one. I'll be doing a review good... with Digital Days Gaming with, I believe, um, hmm. and then mm. Cameo Elements of Power. Also oh, a good game. That's a good. Yeah. Also a good one. Yeah, Cameo, I believe, has an achievement that's worth one point. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me look that up. This is the important stuff that our it's listeners the, are yeah, here for. Yeah, it's that good information. Um, let's see. Cameo achieve. I, I think, let's see. 100, 100, 100, 120, 120. Hold on. I'm like, I would bet money that there's an achievement. Josh. It, it's weird. It's like, let me see. What is your go-to workout while Joseph finds it out? My go-to workout is uh, walking the dog. I have a pit bull lab, mm-hmm. and she gets very excited. And so even with the harness on, just her being like, we're going for a chill little stroll, it works out my arms. Great. Okay, uh, I figured out what it is. It, it's not that it has achievement an achievement that it's worth one point. It's that it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, like 20 achievements that are worth zero points. <laughs> That's, that's rough. They're worth, I remember there was a Street worth Fighter zero game gamers, that had a zero-point achievement that, if like, if you lost five times in a row or something. Oh, uh, that's fine. But this game has, like, 20 achievements that are... I don't know. Anyway. Um, we, we all know trophies <laughs> are more important anyway, so let's move on. The Platinum Trophy. I'm a big fan of the Platinum yes. Trophy. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, remember, you can always reach us pretty much anywhere where uh, podcasts are available. You can get a hold of us uh, on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Share the show with your friends. Share the show with your dog. Share the show. I like, that's hard to say. Share the show. Share, 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 share. Um, and yeah, just uh, get, the, get the word out, uh, out there for our show. It really helps out. Um, we're going to talk about some games, oddly enough. Uh, this week has been a little interesting. Lots of little stories. Um, nothing too wild. Actually. We, I take that back. Yeah, we've had the, the, a few. 
the um the MLB the show stuff I think is is pretty <laughs> uh pretty major. Um and Chris, you and I finished It Takes Two. A very good video. It's got a stamp, the stamp of approval of a very it's good video game. It's a little bit long, game. but it has the stamp of approval. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. Definitely think it's a little long. Um, Josh, you've also been playing It Takes Two. Uh, and we've been playing Monster Hunter. We tried to play Outriders. Um, I don't know if you guys saw our tweet, but we're going to hold off on coverage for Outriders just because we couldn't really play it effectively. Um, got some listener questions as well. Uh, PlayStation Plus and Games of Gold games were announced, and a couple other stories in between that. Um, aside from that, uh, everybody doing all right? Anything interesting happen? Josh, you eat, did you eat some good food this week? I bought my fourth copy of the Xbox <laughs> version of Fellowship of the Ring because I'm writing an article on this game, and it doesn't like none of these copies are working. Man, that is highly unusual for yeah and like all the other games copies. work it's just this one is game. it a it's specific the type game of disc i don't know it's a it's a it's a it's a bullshit disc is what yeah. it is do you remember cause... those blue discs on ps2 that like were I I do. loud and didn't my, barely work my my ps2 didn't read them <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah maybe it's a situation and then like there that were the black this is an original on ps1 i remember those yeah. All the discs, I think, were black on PS1. No, there were, there were some clear sure. ones, too. And um, then PS2 oh, had all black or blue. Oh, man, I, don't, I really don't. That was a thousand years ago. Yeah, it was a too that long was, time. Too long time ago. That was 55 years ago. <laughs> hey, Joseph, I have a question for you. Would you pay $1,000 to go back to that time? No, fuck no. What the fuck? I did not oh, like God. being a little tiny kid. <laughs> true. No, it was horrible. True, true. No, it was awful. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Um, I would, Josh. What would I pay a thousand? You would pay a thousand dollars for Wario Land Four on Switch, <laughs> or just the new Wario game. Yeah, I, I'm laughing because it's just uh, it's just so absurd. But I love how confidently you said it. Like, I think yeah, it'd be funny if they if, if 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 you got you know Monkey Pod, which is what Nintendo does. They were like, "We'll give you a new Wario game on Switch, but it's going to be the Virtual Boy one." Sorry, that's the best we can do, and it's fifty dollars. <laughs> And and it and it comes with the peripheral that you have to wear. Yeah, you have head. to you have to connect the labo. It's a it's a labo. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Okay, let's talk about some stuff here. Um, this is just a rumor at this point, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because I know we all like uh, uh, like Alan Wake, or at least Josh, you and I do. Chris, I, are you an Alan Wake? I want to get into it, but I've never had the time to oh, okay. really dedicate myself to it. Okay. Well, anyway, apparently Alan Wake 2 is in development. This is just a rumor. Um, industry insider Jeff Grubb apparently said that he's heard that this is in development um, with uh, Epic Games set to publish. I, they did I get the know. rights I, I just... back to Alan Wake like a year or two ago. So there and is they've that. towards it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, then there's yeah, I DLC think... and Control that's like, oh, right. this is connected to the Alan Wake universe yeah. or whatever. Universe. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I I think that's that's probably likely. Would I just, be neat. I want to want to preface by saying it's just a rumor, and Jeff Grubb has been wrong before. No disrespect to Jeff Grubb; he's great. Uh, we, we yeah, like take it with a grain nice of salt. I'm just yeah. yeah, yeah, grain of salt. Yeah. Um, one thing that we don't need to take with a grain of salt is that we will be able to purchase Xbox Series X mini fridges, and I think this is so freaking cool, and I'm so excited to get one of these I in my too. new office. 
I am going to buy... I'll, I'll buy two. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> so what happened was um, there was this Twitter poll going on, best of tweets brand bracket on Twitter, and it was this gigantic competition, basically. Well, not really a competition, but where people just voted, I guess, on, on, on different uh, brands. And it came down to, this is bizarre, Skittles and Xbox are, were the two finalists. And Xbox won by 50.5%. So just wow. just narrowly, narrowly taking the victory I know Skittles was and... really pushing it because I saw on Facebook oh, yeah. like ads from them to uh, go on Twitter and vote for yeah. them. And then there were like, I think it was it was uh, Stein and uh, Aaron Greenberg were like, listen, okay, yeah. if this wins, we'll sell you guys this fridge. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of thought he, I thought Aaron Greenberg was joking because he was like. Yeah, you know, it, it was just like him. And Aaron, yeah, Aaron Greenberg's kind of a goofy account. guy too, so I thought he was. Joking yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, so they won, and he retweeted. And he said, "And here's his tweet. This is from Aaron Greenberg. Um, quote: Thanks to everyone who voted. This was down to the wire and thrilling to follow. Now that Xbox won, we will move forward with our <laughs> promise to make those Xbox <laughs> Xbox Series X mini fridges. Oh um, first one off the line will be filled with games and headed to our friends at Skittles, of course. End quote. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. So, uh, that's some some yeah. friend friendly competition there. So I don't I don't know when we're gonna be getting those, but uh, I will buy I'm one. Thor- I thoroughly yeah yeah I'm gonna be moving here soon, and I'm definitely gonna put that in my in my new office. Hey, Mr. Greenberg, S- send us one. Oh, right, we'll re- send we'll, it. Yeah, we'll send, review it. We will put we'll, our LaCroix. We'll there. review it. Mm-hmm. Our LaCroix. I've never reviewed a fridge before, but I I, will, I would I, I, love I, to review. A I fridge. would love to start. Yeah, I'd love to start. Um, okay, one other quick thing before we jump into the news proper here. Um, just, uh, that Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker saga got delayed again, unfortunately. Um, it never had a release date per se, but it, I think, was targeting spring 2021. And, um, I'm just trying to pull up, pull up the tweet here. Oh, here we go. Uh, TT Games just tweeted out, uh, quote, all of us at TT Games are working hard to make Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga the biggest and best ever Lego game. But we're going to need more time to do it. Uh, we won't be able to ma- uh, make our intended spring release date, but we will provide update, uh, an updated launch timing as soon as possible. Yeah, this quote. Game's so weird, like, <laughs> how it's been to the uh, yeah, it's been, times. Like, yeah. It's been, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of strange. My, it's the, it, I mean, it's the pandemic. It's, um, yeah. But... It's cyberpunk. People, <laughs> it's a lot of things. But I don't they know. crank these just, out, ne- like, yearly, but like, this has taken, like, three years. So. Mm-hmm. yeah anyway well i'll play that when it comes out yeah. that looks really fun mm-hmm. um cool all right so that's it for the quick stuff um if you if you if everybody's ready why don't we jump into some news you ready for some news i am ready for some news i am uh, i'm not ready chris I, I'm, I'm, you're I'm not ready okay you let I'm, me know you let me know uh, uh, we're on your time wait a minute, wait a minute. i think wait, wait a minute <laughs> <sighs> Okay, how about now? Are you ready now? Ready. <laughs> okay, you're ready now. All right, let's jump into some news. Okay, so first story, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I did want to at least cover the PS Plus games for the month of April. Uh, pretty good lineup. Josh, this one's for you. Oddworld Soulstorm, the PS5 version specifically, though, uh, is going to be available through PS Plus. Days Gone, 
which I, which gone. I feel like that game just days gone. Days what <laughs> what happened? What happened to all the? <laughs> Days gone. What happened to all the the Xbox fridges? Days gone. Um, uh, and Zombie Army Dead War Four. I just uh, want to comment which... on Days Gone and say I was a little cool on that at first, like because I rented it when it came mm-hmm. out, but like later I bought it and I played it for like I don't know, probably a good eight or nine hours before I got distracted yeah. and played something else, and I had fun. I mean, I would definitely I th- put it in the Ubisoft kind of collectathon kind of you know no, tower game but right. it was fun i wouldn't put it under a ubisoft banner because that game like is not refined as as a ubisoft game like hmm. it controls oh, like that... ass like oh no, no it's i not think that good. game is okay no. i think my biggest problem with that game are the menus and how hmm. just there's like like a bunch of different progress bars and like all these different like percentages it's just Kinda, I liked the combat a lot, a, though. The combat yeah, was I, great. I thought the, yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought the game was pretty good. Chris, I think you need to give that game another Maybe. shot. I think and you can, good. now that it's in PlayStation Plus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can. Um, don't really have much to comment on Zombie Army Dead War 4, but I, nonetheless, I think this is a pretty good lineup. I liked my time with Zombie Army Trilogy on the Switch, so I'm actually looking forward to checking this out. I guess we'll... I feel, I think I reviewed... I might have reviewed this game, yeah. actually... <laughs> think of it for for playstation lifestyle maybe did i review th- i can't remember I think there's, no did. there's no way to know there's no way to know i think we'll never did. know there's no way to check you hated it if i remember correctly did i hate it yeah, uh, so, I, yeah, yeah I don't know well anyway two out of three of these games i'm i'm <laughs> excited about um the xbox games with gold games however i feel like are a little bit more disappointing um here's the lineup from april april 1 to april 30 we've got uh vikings what is this Wolves of Midgard? Am I reading that correctly? Yeah. yeah. Wolves of Midgard. So, and then um, uh, Truck Racing Championship, uh, April 16th <laughs> and May, to May 15th. Dark Void, which Dark Void is, is very fascinating because... Dark Void's a good game. <laughs> That's a good game. It's... Uh, that game, it's... I remember when I worked at GameStop, it would, I would always see that game and I'm, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? And it, it was like dirt cheap, like $5 or something. <laughs> um, and I think then... it's like Lost Planet. It just never really found its audience, you know. But like, it, mm-hmm. it's a good game. Just like the Lost Planet games were fun too. But yeah, so Dark Void. That's April one to April fifteenth, and then uh, Hardcore Uprising. I don't know. This, what this game is. Looks it looks like a, kind of a two D, yeah, kind of a, a shooter, kind of mm-hmm. like a Contra type. Yeah, you know, those kinds of games. Um, so w- when they tweeted this out, obviously everybody was violently upset. <laughs> but um a couple people tweeted that they that they thought that um hardcore yeah. was like a, a an underrated gem that people should give a, a try to i don't i know i've never even heard of this i game. tried the demo so i have it. no I, I, comment I enjoyed it back in the day um, oh yeah it's, it's okay awesome, well I, i'll download i'll download that my um, truck racing i don't know takeaway on the games of gold which will also provide you with a good segue is the gold month may not be as good, but A, we're not getting rid of old games. You can still buy old games. Yeah. And Game Pass got better this month with Outriders and another game coming up. That's true. But you can That's play true. Dark so Void Josh... on your Xbox Series X. Like, think about that for a second. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You, you Fuck know, yeah, you like, can. <laughs> PlayStation would never fucking do that. No. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that. Um, yesterday, this news, I, I'm still like staggered this news staggered me um 
the news that MLB The Show 21 is launching on Xbox Game Pass. Now, uh, Josh, we actually, I think you and I disagree on this, and that's fine. That's a, that'll make for a, good dis- for a good discussion. I think this is a really big deal for several different reasons. And actually, I have a lot of questions, too, because I don't understand entirely the logistics behind all this. But anyway, we'll talk about it. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, MLB The Show was previously a PlayStation exclusive and has been for 12, 15 years. I mean, it's been a, a long time. And the last baseball, uh, at least licensed baseball game, to release for Xbox was, I, I think, in like 20, 2013 or 2014 uh, with MLB 2K 13. And that was the last licensed Xbox game. And since then, people have just been clamoring for a licensed baseball game i had co-workers that were like i only play baseball games like this is no joke and they were like that's uh-huh. why i buy yeah. playstation because they've got baseball games so mm-hmm. and, it, I, and i was like wait there's just no baseball games on xbox well and there are my co-workers like, like other than like super mega baseball and shit like that no there's not like there was like rbi or something yeah. too oh RBI. yeah but but I don't I don't think that's licensed. And it's not in the um, same level as like this this game. This game's like right. Madden quality and stuff, right? Right. I'd say so. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I think better. Um. So anyway, not only is MLB the show coming to Xbox, that that's that's a big deal in and of itself. We already knew about that. We reported on that before. Um. But it's launching on Game Pass, and the crazy thing is that if you want to buy it on PlayStation, you can. But on PS Five, it's seventy dollars. And there's, like, a special edition where, like, you can get the, yeah, the, the PS4 and yep. PS5 version, but it's, like, 80 or $90, something like that. Or you could just get it on the competitor system through Game Pass for not free technically, but basically free if you already have um, Game Pass. And I, what my, I guess my biggest question is, like, how did this even happen? Like, how did this come about? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's wild. I think Chris, it's, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it makes no sense for PlayStation to not put it on PlayStation now. To, to, just to have that kind of like I don't know, um, like symmetry. Symmetry, almost. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just seems odd to me. Like they wouldn't counter back because it feels like this is an MLB decision, not a PlayStation decision. Um, yeah, and and from what I've gathered. Uh, MLB is actually publishing this game on Xbox. Yeah. I know this but, is just Wikipedia, but, but I'm on Wikipedia right now. Yeah, it does say Sony Interactive Entertainment is publishing the PS4 and PS5 versions, and then MLB Advanced Media is publishing the Xbox versions. Mm. Okay, and that, and that's fair. That's cool. But but Sony still owns San Diego, so like, do I don't know. I'm not a business person. I don't know how. I don't know how. Maybe this is like an obvious thing, but. To me, I'm like Sony had to have been involved in this in some way, or and if not, if not, like I don't know that that I can't, I don't know how that works. I don't. It just seems weird to me. Anyway, Josh, you had a, a different take on this. Um, I'm at least you did yesterday, or, or yeah, what, I'm I'm what, I'm less what, surprised about it coming to Game Pass, and more surprised about it not being on PlayStation now, because at this point, oh, well. it's basically <laughs> a third party developed game that PlayStation's making. You know, like. We already knew it was going to be on Xbox, so I'm 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 less surprised about it being on Game Pass and more surprised about it not being on like PlayStation Now as well, because. Well, the thing is, for it's me, just, it's like if PS- Xbox is getting the rights to have it from MLB, 
I, 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 I'm less surprised by them throwing money at trying to get it in Game Pass too. Since yeah. we got Outriders, Octopath Traveler. I mean, they're 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 right. going all out on it. I'm I'm just more surprised about Sony not trying to do the same thing. Not trying. Well, there's no history of that. Yeah, it, it is my like like games. I don't think there's ever been a game to launch on oh, PlayStation. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Games so PlayStation now it, doesn't doesn't have like anything like launch no. in it. It's just right. Like from it's always it's okay. it's always older games. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. But if if there has been a game to launch on PS now, it's not been like a triple A like major title. So yeah. that that's what I'm saying. Like huh. like yeah, I I actually I'm I'm with you on that. I I think yeah, if Xbox is gonna have a a, a game like a a giant triple a game like this yeah put it on game pass that makes sense but i i wouldn't expect this in a million years to come well maybe not in a million years but i wouldn't expect this to to come to playstation now for sure i'm not really like Um, a sports person but i'll check it out since it's in game pass because you know i might as well yeah so um maybe it'll get some new fans into it yeah it's just this is just a really fascinating story and it it um i (laughs) We'll talk about this, I guess, a little bit later, but I wonder how that's going to um, increase the install base because this game, you don't really hear about it much. When we cover NPD, we always mention it, but, this, but the MOB games sell yeah. like crazy mm-hmm. on, on PlayStation. Uh, and, and previously, they've been PlayStation exclusive. And so not only is this ju- it's coming to Xbox, that's going to automatically get more sales, but it's also on Game Pass. And I know that doesn't necessarily translate one-to-one for, for sales, they're not um, in and of themselves, but it'll at least make the the player base larger. Yeah, and it's yeah. so that's got to count well, uh, between platforms. Yeah, so, yeah, right. It's good. So that's got to count for something. People so, might anyway, end up being think... uh, um, live advertisements for Game Pass. They're playing with their PlayStation Five friend. They're like, "Yeah, this game is great. I wish it wasn't seventy bucks, though." Oh, I'm just playing it yeah. in Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think this is um, a major turning point, and I think this took a lot of people by surprise, me included. Um, and it it sort of gets you gets at least my gears turning in my head about what the future looks like for Game Pass and just video games and the way we uh, buy them, or maybe we don't buy them, the, the way we consume them. Part of me wonders, too, if maybe PlayStation did have an influence on it and they're kind of wanting to test the waters and see what happens if a game launches in that service because maybe they're wondering if they should try that with one of their games. You know, like, Perhaps. maybe maybe if they see yeah. good numbers on this, they go, oh, you know what, let's um, let's put, um, I don't know, like, the next uh, Little Big Planet game. Let's have that launch in PlayStation Now or, you know, something like that. I don't know. I was trying to think of a kind of a mid-tier franchise because I don't expect them to put... Yeah god of war ragnarok and playstation now necessarily but you know i can't maybe refer right. to who said this but i i think it, it i think it's pretty funny because uh sony by doing this might see how xbox game pass works and then they put it into their platform <laughs> i'll just put game pass on their platform oh, no i mean like see they they see how the inner workings of game pass works and then they implement that into playstation uh, now. Mm. oh i i mean if that's what they're doing, I don't think that's so what they're like doing. But if that's horse. what they're doing, that's fine. I know, I that's know, I'm fine. just kidding. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome, I don't know. But, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's bizarre. And I think, again, I mean, we've been talking about this, I feel like, for a couple of years already now. Um, I think it's another win in Xbox's book. I, I, I mean, not that there's, 
Not that they're not, not that we always have to make it a competition, but I just think it's so clear that like this is just another great thing Microsoft is doing. Um, so again, <laughs> kind of continuing on with that. Um, last week we discussed that there were um, rumors that the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores were being closed. Turns out that's true, which I love. Uh, uh, Kirk on on Twitter, people were giving him a hard time because they they were like bullshit, and then <laughs> it turns out that this was true. Yeah. And and Kirk was like, "Yeah, I told you." Kirk over at the at the gamer, of course. Um. So yeah, Sony confirmed that the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores are officially going to close now. This, of course, opens up a, a gigantic discussion that we could probably devote a, a full episode towards. Um, don't really want to do a whole lot of that since we already kind of gave our thoughts about that last week. But what I did want to mention, I actually have a, an article here from um, VGC uh, by uh, Chris Scullion. And uh, it looks like over 2,000 digital games are going to disappear from the, from the store. And here's a breakdown of, of or actually, it looks like a 2,200 games. Yeah, so here's a breakdown. Um, 630 Vita, uh, uh, digital-only Vita games. Um, 730 digital-only PS3 games through PSN. Um, a handful of uh, digital-only PSP games. Um, 293 PlayStation Minis. 330, uh, 30, sorry, yeah, 336 PS2 Classics and 260 PS1 classics, uh, particularly on PSP and Vita. Um, and since the video game medium is so new, and for the vast majority of it, we've just had physical media, this sort of thing that's happening right now is new to us. Um, like, you know, they closed the Wii store before, but the Wii... Uh, the vast majority of those games were, were, were physical, so that wasn't really as big of a deal as something like this. But the the PS3 and the PS Vita was like the first generation where digital games were like... It's like know, we're now prominent. setting the precedence. Like exactly, now, now yeah. we're seeing... We've already seen it with Nintendo. Like, oh, okay, we might not be able to, to count on that. But at least they wait a really long time. So I think people are a little more wary about digital purchases on Switch, but not completely against it i think you and i are mostly digital on switch joseph aren't you oh i'm like yeah i'm like almost i mean like yeah. i'm like 99.9 percent. i just get yeah. a feeling that uh the switch not not going off too off topic i guess but um i know the switch they should i i feel like nintendo's not going to change from that platform or like that whole interface i think it's gonna yeah be... i don't know how they would yeah i mean it's I, I, so it's fucking the, it's popular the perfect nintendo system could. you can't i don't yeah. think you can whatever the revolutionized that yeah further. um but to go um, back to the playstation stuff i feel like this is a great opportunity um for those to bring back those old games and bring them onto modern platforms um funnily enough we saw that with stubs the zombie and things like that um yeah but you know pc games used to be physical right um and yeah you know we've lost all sorts of digital games due to windows upgrade updates and stuff like that so um companies like gog for example they've been bringing back old games um so i don't see why um another company could do that you know someone like limited run games um you know so someone could get in there port the old game for a new platform and then hey it's a new release um yeah i think thq nordic could really benefit from that (laughs) yeah 
That sounds like something they would. I do. know we don't have a ton of time to, to go into it, but I, I just want to on the on the physical. I I don't think that. See, this is why physical games are better. Argument. Not not Chris isn't making that. I'm just saying I've seen a lot of like. See, this is why I'm physical. Uh, arguments going around after this news came out. That that doesn't solve the problem either, though. I was just at my local game shop and Stubbs the Zombie on original Xbox is a hundred dollars. Yeah. That that game's right. rare Ridiculous. and hard to find. If it weren't for and that that's digital release, happen. the only way you'd get to play it is by shelling out a hundred dollars, and that will eventually happen with those limited run games too. Right. So I don't think that is a perfect solution. I think it helps mitigate the issue. Mm-hmm. But really, what needs to happen is PlayStation and Nintendo. I'm only leaving out Xbox because they've they're they're doing this right. Um, but PlayStation and Nintendo need to either a commit to making their games available all the time, or b they need to start supporting emulation sites. Because these games should be available <laughs> for people to experience. They, they can't do both, or at least they shouldn't do both. They shouldn't say you can't buy it and you can't download it. Like, that's... Yeah. Right. Let me play your game. And you know? uh, like, limited um, run, they do have digital releases as well. So I, I feel like they could expand their range. Oh, true. That that's too. a good yeah. point. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention, um, and I've actually been talking with some developers about this uh, um, uh, is that there were actually a handful of Vita developers who had Vita games in the works wow. that were like either like close to done or pretty far along that either won't be ready or, or that were uh, aiming to be ready after the store is now going to be closed or um, that were just like, you know, that, you know, they were, uh, close to that and so they're like aiming to like you know they're like basically crunching to like make sure that they can get it out in time um and so basically they had to cancel their vita game a lot of these developers um and and that and that's that's something that i've been actually looking into i've been speaking with a couple developers about it um one developer i spoke with uh i'm not gonna name any names i don't want to throw anybody under the bus but um one developer i spoke with you know they were basically like totally caught off guard by this like they had no you know no no notice nothing like that they had you know they the uh the way they make their game is like based on there being a vita version they and have other dev kits you know, can they, be expensive too like you know that's 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 an investment is what i mean like yeah yeah so anyway this isn't just a consumer problem i mean obviously that it is it's a huge consumer problem but it, it seems like it's affecting developers and that's too bad and it's yeah it's just a, it's a lot so yeah we're we're gonna follow the story oh by the way i want to mention when the stores are closing so um from july but while you look okay, for that yeah. uh, so i know a good rule of thumb is uh stick to 10 years i think from the playstation console's original release that's usually when they cut ties with the system yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, so it looks like July second, twenty twenty one, is when the PS three and PSP uh digital stores will close, and then the following month on August twenty seventh, the Vita stores will close. Just keep that in mind. Get all your Vita games now. I'm glad I have a physical copy of Persona Four because mm. I know that's gonna be that's probably gonna be that's like gonna be hard to find. Rare. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like the system's best game yeah. or you know most popular game. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to cover that. Wanted to confirm the report uh, done uh, over the gamer by Kurt. Oh, and also the Super Mario 3D All Stars is dead now. Yeah, Mario died. Yeah. They executed mm-hmm. him. So, um, all right, we'll take a little break here. When we come back, we'll answer your listener questions, and then we'll talk about what we've been playing. We'll be right back. 
All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, it's time to get into your listener questions. Remember, you can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Or every Wednesday, we post our Twitter thread asking for questions and comments from our audience here. Sometimes Thursday is when I forget from tired. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we've got some uh, listener questions here. First question is from Michael Kazwar, a friend of the show. And... F- Fellow Warzone sufferer. I'm gonna <laughs> we suffer through Warzone together. Um and actually his question's about Warzone. Uh Michael says, uh so Warzone, do you like the recent trend of Battle Royale games replacing maps instead of adding a new one as a second option? I see positives to both. Um God, this is kind of a big question. Do I and also it's like I don't know that I have enough information yet to like fully answer this question intelligently because like, i will say this you know, the second map thing hurt PUBG. yeah so i think that oh. as far as player base goes it, it seems to work better for fortnite and warzone because like with right. battle royales you, you want to have a sense of familiarity and learning yeah. a completely new map is kind of like a completely new game right yeah warzone so, and fortnite changing some of this stuff but keeping like the frame yeah you know kind of i think is a good well there's a couple points I want to bring up about that. So, I, I obviously Warzone is the game I'm most familiar with in terms of Battle Royale and a little and Fortnite. I just haven't been following Fortnite as long. But in, a couple things in Warzone, there actually is another map. It's part of the Rebirth Resurgence mode, and that's that's a separate, like a totally separate map. But it's smaller and it just plays like totally differently, and so. Mm. Yeah, most people still just play the regular Battle Royale on Verdansk. Um, the second thing is that there's been rumors, and, and I'm pretty sure these, are, these rumors are true, that uh, Warzone's Verdansk map is going to be like, uh, it's going to change to an 80s version to sort of coincide with uh, Black Ops Cold War. And so with that, I feel like that's going to still keep that same frame like you mentioned, Josh but give people enough of a change to sort of make it, you know, yeah. interesting. And and Fortnite, I think, does that very well. They, I mean, that's, it's been the same map the entire time, but, you know, it's just evolved and, you know, uh, water, come, you know, it, it adds water or whatever. I yeah. feel like Epic Games can be a bit more creative with what they can do with Fortnite rather than Call of Duty. Um, oh, that's because, a good point. The setting, the setting makes it harder. The, you can add all sorts of different themes Fortnite, to or, it. Like, yeah. there's a Tomb Raider theme now, you know. Uh, but right. Call of Duty, yeah. you have to have a sense, like a grounded kind of feel to it. That's they can't just be yeah. like, "Hey, unicorns are in this map yeah. this time." Like, people would be like, right. "No." They did add zombies for a little bit, though. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And the, the the weird thing too with Warzone is that it's so, uh, from what we've seen, it's sort of um, goes hand in hand with that year's release, mm-hmm. but the problem is that each release is a different theme, yeah. a, a different engine. It's just it's. Whereas weird. Fortnite can just know. go sharks. There's sharks in the map. Shark. There's sharks. Yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, Michael, do it, do I like the the trend of replacing a map instead of adding a new second option? Um, no, I don't. I don't think I want a map totally replaced. Uh, and also I just, I don't know that I've played enough games to, like, <laughs> intelligently answer this question, because I've only played, like, 
PUBG, Fortnite, and Warzone. Pretty much, that's it. I think so, something. I don't know. I think something you could do to Call of Duty um, that would work is like if you have like construction sites and you see the building like slowly change as it's getting built. Mm. Yeah, and then you that's see cool. like new maps from newer. Uh, Call of Duty games being Im- implemented into the game because we've seen prior maps or uh, from classic Call of Duty games in the Warzone, yeah, in Verdansk, and I think right. we could make it work. Um, you know, in future updates where you have different sections that just come up. Um, yeah. Right, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, in in Verdansk, uh, one of the most famous Call of Duty maps uh, from cod 4 uh is called vacant and you can that whole map is in verdance so it's kind of cool yeah. it's kind of like a throwback um okay next question here uh this is from alex friend of the show uh alex asks uh if you could choose one game to preserve forever because you think no one else will what game would you choose and why is it warlords on the atari 2600 <laughs> um and then and then alex clarifies in this case preserved is the sense of playable slash accessible to anyone forever, not preserved like encased in a, in an epoxy resin or something. <laughs> okay, thanks for the clarification, Alex. Um, <laughs> uh, what game would I choose? Well, because I think no one else will. Honestly, like I know this is like cliche of me, but I keep thinking about Wario Land Four, and it's a game that like just Nintendo hasn't preserved it, right? Um, uh, other than that. I keep thinking about like online games, like preserving, yeah. like a launch version, a, a launch version of an online game, like for like for example, like um the original Destiny or something. Preserving, yeah, that like an offline to... thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just because like that doesn't these games don't exist any like the original version of Destiny doesn't exist and anymore. Also, you know? some of the maps um are gone. Right. Like, the, the whole sections yeah. of the levels that were used to. And, like, in 30 years, a kid could be reading about that and be like, oh, that sounds neat. Oh, I can't check it out. Yeah, Other than, yeah like, like, you literally can't. Yeah. Or, like, the first version of the first uh, map for Fortnite. The first version of that map. That, I don't even know what that looks like. That doesn't exist anymore. Um, uh, Warzone, I guess, to a lesser extent, just because it's so new. Um, but anyway, yeah, something like that where, like, it it, it it almost kind of goes hand in hand with our discussion about digital games. A, a little bit different because it's not just being I, pulled, but yeah, you can't access it anymore. I kind of like the fact that some fans are taking up like I I don't I don't um respect piracy at all. Um, but I think it's kind of cool to see Toontown Online like that small kind of Disney MMO <laughs> like getting rebirthed by yeah. uh fans of right. the game. And apparently, it's popular still. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's things like that is is always great. Um, as for me, what game would you, what game would you preserve? Yeah, uh, mine would be Chrono Trigger, the newest one. That's the newest system that's available on to just buy is DS and Wii and PlayStation One through PS3, but that's being taken down. Yeah, and that's being yeah. taken down. So your options are the physical version on DS because the Wii store is gone now too. And the physical version of Chrono Trigger on DS is like absurdly expensive now because it's, you know, it they don't make it anymore. And the Chrono Trigger is not on the Switch online or anything. And I just think it's so bizarre that this like 
really good classic like beloved jrpgs just is gone like you can't play it that's crazy to can me. you get it on can you get it on mobile it might be available on mobile oh that's true okay it is available on uh I, okay i forgot about that okay yeah it is available on, on steam well. and yeah. yeah it's on steam uh the steam version has really bad reviews i don't know if they've fixed it the fixed issues it. it had cool but so okay i'm still gonna say cool Chrono Trigger, though. i don't know why nintendo <laughs> is not is not working with square <laughs> to make that available on a console yeah i'm with you i'm with you on that i'd love to play that on switch Honestly, I love to play everything on Switch as long as it runs okay. Yeah, Chris, what do you think? Uh, I, I think like the PS One library. Like, I just want to see more of that come back. Like, I like Ape, Ape Escape. Ape Escape was a really important game because it was the first title to use DualShock and like dual right. analog sticks. And I feel like PlayStation is the worst at keeping its history, you know, alive. Yeah. And I I really hate that mantra. Like Jim Ryan, I hope he steps down as CEO soon, so someone else could take over and actually do preservation properly. Um, oh shit! There's a petition online you can sign yeah. if you'd like. <laughs> All right, so we've got one final question from here. Uh, one final question to get through here. I, I bet you can't guess who it's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you have a million. We'll give you a million dollars if you guess it correctly. Um, we've got a no, question here from. No, we won't. We'll give you a million, uh, a million dollars in Kudos. a currency that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, this question here is from number one Turner and Hooch fan. Hooch. <laughs> Hooch. <laughs> Hooch. <laughs> um, number one Turner and Hooch fan. A very simple question this week. Uh, nothing too elaborate like we're used to. Um, Hooch asks, "Hey, buds." I just wanted to ask if you knew where I could buy some cheese quick. So, for context here, and this is just absolutely horrifying. Um, or am I saying that right? Che- is it Chez Quick or is it Cheese Quick? I think it's Cheese Quick. It's uh, instead of Nesquik, it's ch- Cheese Milk. And if you Google C H E S Q U I C K, you'll see Chester the Cheetah on the packaging. Um, it serves, uh, it's got 38 servings, which is, uh, seems a little high, but that's all right. And it's, it's Nestle's cheese quick, cheese milk, artificial flavor, sabor de queso artificial, uh, 25% more cheese, which is very nice. Uh, only 60 calories, um, and 50 grams of sugar. And it's got vitamin C cause it's got cheese in it. So, which I think cheese is, but, oh no, it doesn't make any sense. Cheese is vitamin D, isn't it? I think it's vitamin C for cheese, right? Oh, okay. It's got calcium, so that's good. Uh, what's his question? Where where could I buy some? Um, Hooch, I don't know what to tell you on this one. Um, cheese quick purchase. I, I would like to purchase. What, I'm looking this up. What you should do uh, is go to get that popcorn seasoning with cheese on it and then just put it in your milk. There you go. You're good. Oh, there you go. Some okie-dokie uh, milk. Oh my god. Where can I buy cheese quick? Let's see. Um Walmart has it apparently. <laughs> uh and there's a YouTube Wait. There's a <laughs> No, it's not real. Okay. Um uh therapist, cheese quick isn't real. It can't hurt you. Cheese quick. A picture of it. Yeah. Okay. Um thank you everybody for submitting <laughs> for submitting your questions there. Um, okay, let's talk about what we've been playing. We've actually been playing quite a bit, and again, 
uh, as we tweeted out and as we mentioned at the top of the show, we wanted to discuss Outriders in in extensive length today, but we just couldn't. Um, we we tried playing today, and we actually got into a match finally, and we had some server problems. I think one of us lagged out. Oh yeah, it was multiple on the crossplay. Multiple, yeah. Yeah, and like we were just we were, and like getting everything set up took a while. Basically, at this point, I, I don't feel comfortable like even really like assessing the game because I feel like most of our time was spent in menus trying to get together just because the servers are having problems right now. Here's the thing, like um, I, I would wait on buying it right now, just like because yeah. the, because the servers are down. <laughs> well, well, they're not down, mm-hmm. but they're they're really bad. And you yeah, know, Square Enix games they typically go down in price uh, a few weeks after. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, if you've got uh, Xbox, you can get it through Game Pass. Yeah. And that that's obviously no 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 additional cost there. So basically, we're gonna hold off right now. Um, the one thing I want to say, and I, I don't think this even really applies to our listeners because our listeners are decent human beings. But <laughs> but um, don't be mean to the developers. It's not their fault. They they're working on it. Uh, at, I just don't. I don't think they expected the amount of traffic to this game, especially through Game Pass, which I feel like has bolstered their their uh, player base. So just hang tight on this, and I feel like probably in about a week or two, it'll be totally fine, and I, we can uh, talk about. I it. I think number yeah. one, Ten Hoots fan though, always demands uh, Burger King to make another Sneak King though. Like I think that's something. That's true. Good. That's true. Yeah, that's true, and that's fair. That mm-hmm. we should we deserve our new Burger King game. <laughs> Um, so we'll put that aside. We'll, we'll talk about that maybe next week or week after whenever it's ready to go. Uh, so the game I did want to spend a little bit more time on is, uh, It Takes Two. Chris, you and I finished this, mm-hmm. uh, today actually. And, uh, Josh, you've actually, you've been playing it as well, but separately. You think you're playing it with your wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Becca and I started playing it on Friday. Um, okay. and we've played like an hour or two. It's, it's really fun so far. I like it. Yeah, um, cool. So, uh, don't want to spoil anything, and I feel like <laughs> it's hard to talk about this game without spoiling yeah. it, um, because there are so many like moments that are like uh, noteworthy, you know, that are that I kind of want to mention. But yeah, uh, not gonna not gonna spoil anything. But what I will say is, um, this game has some of the best variety and gameplay that I've seen in a platformer, and really in like a game in general. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the things like pretty much like every ten minutes a new thing, a new mechanic would happen, a new sort of like wild wacky thing. And I know it sounds kind of like um cliche because uh Joseph Forrest, the the creative director, like I can just totally picture or, or hear him in my head going, oh the amount of gameplay, it's uh it's insane, you know. But it really yeah, like it really I is. was really impressed. Yeah. I was really impressed with the with the gameplay. Um, and like the the variety and he he made he made good on his promise of the gameplay ties to the story it really does yeah. um yeah, yeah. when you just when you just watch a clip of this it's just like okay that's a random thing they're doing in a random location but like when you know what's going on in the story it's really cool how they like integrated that um in terms of criticism i think my my biggest takeaway and i think chris you're in agreement here is just that it's a little bit too long um it took us about and eh, nine and a half to ten hours to beat, and I feel like it's maybe two hours too long, or maybe an hour and a half too long, yeah. something like that. Um, it's not like 
crazy ridiculous you know nothing like that but you're just, just saying the game like... would have been better if it was a little shorter yeah it's i think it could have been tightened a bit up. more pacing bit bit better pacing yeah something like that yeah they could have just cut a little bit here and there yeah. just to make it a little a little shorter but um i really liked the ending um chris i think you said you were disappointed by the ending um again we, we we're not going to talk about why or what that is or, or you know what that means exactly but what do you do you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah, or I just, what do you think i wanted more of a send-off i guess with the ending it kind of just came and went i would have liked he wanted yeah. full frontal nudity at the end no, <laughs> yeah definitely not um uh, it was sweet. Yeah, I... it was lovely, but I would have liked mm-hmm. more to it. Um, but yes, like you liked it because it was simple, I guess as well. Um, yeah, I can't talk about why I liked yeah. it <laughs> because it, it'll it'll kind of ruin it. But um, I'm with you, and I think I know what you mean. Uh, the the whole game is like slow in terms of um, uh, the. The, the main characters like solving the problem they have yeah. it's very slow like it's like okay we, we we overcame that hump and now we need to overcome the next hump to get to the next thing and uh, bah, 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 when there's just like this one simple problem they have right and then yeah at the end it, it like within the last uh 15 minutes of the game it's just like okay that's it was just all wrapped up in a nice bow there um yeah i i can see that um I still like the way it was handled, though. Um, honestly, this is my game of the year so far. Yeah. I know we're only in April. Um, this game, I think, is really special. And uh, I have a feeling that a lot of people aren't going to play it just because it's got, like, a childish art style or whatever that no, means. No, please give this a go. Uh, or, it's, it's very funny. Or, it's entertaining. Yeah. And I would say it goes to places you wouldn't expect. There's a reason why it has a T for teen rating. But that's all I'll say on that matter. I yeah, can't say as much because I haven't finished it yet, but I just want to say that I think it's really nice to see Joseph Ferris's, um I'm going to say new kind of, uh, you know, genre kind of, mm-hmm. you know, fully realized. It felt like mm-hmm. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and A Way Out uh, did a lot of really good stuff with this kind of uh, co-op, but like, I, it feels like it was finally fully realized here, yeah. you know, like. It it didn't feel as experimental here, whereas before it kind of felt like, oh, this kind of works. Whereas this, yeah, I- I- even the um the way the screen, the um the way the yeah, way the like screen, yeah, the split screen works well. Like split screen can sometimes be distracting, but like I don't know, this game handles it really well, and I like how when a a cutscene starts, the way it kind of blends the two screens into one screen is just really. I don't know, yeah. it's just cool. Mm. It works really well. It's and just good. I, I'll say this too. I, I, I really enjoyed the voice acting in this game. Um it was the <laughs> the, the the comedy was like timed perfectly. Is and, Joseph Ferris right. the book? Is he the book? Yes, he is. I think he, I'm it, pretty it sure like he's this. the book. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure he's the book. He will fix your relationship. <laughs> your relationship. Your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um but, um but yeah, like I, I just, I just love that they're new voices as well. They're, they're voices I haven't really heard before in a video game, and I feel like that's rare nowadays because we hear the same people over and over again. But I, I know that's not their fault. Yeah, they're amazing at what they do. But it's just nice to hear right. hear yeah, something it's nice, different. Nice to see new people yeah. and hear new people. Yeah, yeah. So 
I, I, I highly recommend you play this yeah. and play it with like a, like a significant other or someone you're close with just because it, I feel like um, you'll, you'll get more out of it, yeah. you know? Or play with your Uber driver. Yeah, play with your Uber. Play with your uh, mailman. Also, I just want to throw this out there too. Uh, we got a, a, re- a review code. Yes. Um, but the game, I, I purchased a copy I, I, um, uh, from, uh, for me because our review copy is PlayStation. Um, but I just want to say this though, it's only $40 and I think that's, uh, worth yeah. mentioning because like, that's, that's pretty cool. Cause this game doesn't feel like a, a lesser, uh, experience. Like I was expecting the game to be $60 cause it looks like a $60 game. Yeah. And you can, so I think, yeah. And some, you know, and some of the, like, uh, like the cinematography and the set pieces, like, the like there were, this isn't, this isn't a, a spoiler. There were explosions and it just looked really expensive. Like yeah. I'm sure you know what that means. Like if you you'll when you play you'll and know what it I mean. Also, I have to mention you as well. Like with slow motion, yeah. it's like freeze frames at certain <laughs> segments. Like it's very creative, and um, yeah, something I I think you can't go without saying this. But like the puzzles are so immaculately designed, and they mm-hmm. test your brain in great ways. Um, and the platforming as well is fantastic, and just how those two. Um, elements of the game just come together. It's just fantastic. Like it's the best. And it's the best. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I think it's the, one of the best 3D platformers I've ever played. Yeah. You have EA Play or Game Pass, which includes EA Play. You save ten percent. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you can share it Hell with your yeah. buddy as well. With uh, buddy Pass. Yeah. And you can kick somebody's ass in it uh, at uh, chess. <laughs> chess yeah, it so. comes with a free chess which game. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, you beat me at chess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very good video game. Um, that's pretty much it for me. I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise. Not too much else to report on that. Um, I'm HR four right now, which if you don't know what that means, you probably don't play Monster Hunter, so you don't probably don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just been playing a lot of that. Been playing a lot online. Uh, Chris, have you made any progress yeah. in in Monster First Hunter? Thing, Anything? We got review code from Capcom, so thank you for that um but yeah with thank monster you. hunter rise yeah i i'm really enjoying the grind like i'm actually addicted now <laughs> yeah um oh great it'll it's, that's what it does man it sinks it sinks it hooks, hooks oh, in you oh it's yeah, hard to put yeah. Down. like I, i'm trying to look for rare materials by searching online just where to find them and i'm getting really involved and like i got my costume set all set up and uh yeah i don't know it's 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 great it's i'm i'm loving the going online with random people usually japanese or chinese people depending on the typography <laughs> and yeah. um, um i don't know it's it's fantastic like how people can work together it feels great um and what? the slow laborious gameplay uh, uh, well it's not laborious like it is slow and heavy gameplay i would say it, it, it yeah it's i'm getting used to it now very deliberate and it feels good like yeah so yeah, I'm I'm really yeah, liking my it's... time with Monster Hunter Rise, and uh, I would recommend it so far. It's a it's a game that like it's not for everybody, no. and yeah, immediately like the controls are weird, and it's just it's kind of just like you might not be used to that kind of game, and if you're turned off immediately, that's totally fair. But if you if you put like I don't know a couple hours into it to try to figure out what that loop is, it definitely will grab and you and have someone and, to help yeah, you with it. That helps too. Um, so that's it for me. Uh, I'm going to toss it over to Josh. Josh, tell us, tell us about a gecko named Gex. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I'm working on our retro review for Gex Enter the Gecko uh, Retroware. And um, I haven't played this game since 2003, maybe? 2002. Like, it's been around there. Really long time. 45 uh, years ago. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I was surprised by was it actually still controls really well and feels really good to play, which I'm not used to that for games that came out in 1998. You know, like, it's pretty uncommon. To, you know, like, Spyro and Crash, Mario, there's a couple that you know that that have held up in that regard but like it's definitely not the norm for 3d games to early 3d games mm. so that's that's fun um i definitely thought he was funny when i was a kid even though i didn't know what he was saying sometimes <laughs> but now i'm just like please just stop fucking talking um which kind of makes me wonder if i'm ever gex to people i mean we're all gex to people sometimes but yeah everybody's gex to somebody man yeah um but yeah, uh, definitely uh, way too much dialogue and things that are very specific to the time. And also like, okay, but what does that mean? Like there's a line where he's like, man, this place is bigger than Drew Carey's bar tab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like. That's a line? Want, really? Yeah. Like, but why are you mentioning this? Like, even if, even if, and he's like in this big scary mansion that's haunted. That How may be bizarre. true, but Gex, we're trying. We're on. We're on a mission, buddy. We don't need to be talking about Drew that, Carey's that's why bar tab. I want to play games really? like that in the PS One era because there's these references that are from that time, and it's so fascinating to see like what's current. Hmm. Yeah, but in between those, it's it's tail time, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> he goes, he goes like this. He goes, he goes. It's tail time. It, it, it's tail time. That's my favorite one. He also goes, it's tail time. <laughs> And it's just nonstop, but yeah, uh, fun game controls well, really well still, and just a uh, uh, a weird kind of uh, game that we don't see as much. You know, those platformer collectathons like DK sixty four, those kind of mm. went away. I mean, like there's a Hat in Time and like Mario Odyssey and a couple of games, but like these used to be like everywhere. These were like the game, right? Um, so you're, you're not finished with it yet though, right? Still no, I'm almost it. finished with it though, but yeah. Okay. And then other than uh, that, I've just cool. been replaying, um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 <laughs> on uh, the Sega Genesis, uh, Classics Collection. I grabbed it on Switch. I grabbed it right before the sale started, which was great. I played, I paid $30 and you guys could pay 15 Um, cool. so you're welcome for the sacrifice there. I, uh, made Sega <laughs> put it in sale. Uh, any good? Any good? The oh, Sonic Two is my favorite Sonic. It's it's great. Oh, okay. I replay this uh, every year or two. It's really fun. Um, I obviously abuse the save states because I don't want it to take twenty hours to beat because there's some bullshit in there. But um, you know, always fun to replay, especially the casino area and the uh, the rest of the game. The whole game. The whole game is good. Cool. Also, Mark uh, Cerny worked on that. Isn't that interesting? Did he really? What did yeah. Mark Cerny do on that Mark game? Mark Cerny was was with Sega uh, during this era. I did he's not like, know that. He's like everywhere. Mark Cerny, he was at Universal. He's the reason uh, Naughty Dog got a deal with Universal for Crash. And then he helped he helped uh, bring Insomniac into Universal's orbit. And then, of course, he jumped wow. on PlayStation when Naughty Dog went to PlayStation. Like, he's, he just, he knows where to go at the right time. And then you he know, he's that. like, oh, now... What happened? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Knack, our, our Lord tired. and Savior. He's Knack. tired. He's working too much, and he's making bad games now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, he he designed the PS4 and the PS5. He did. Uh, so yeah, you can't. Yeah, he's he's responsible for that thing's monstrous design. 
<laughs> you can, I saw you can people go yell making at him. fun of him on Twitter a few weeks ago because of how many Platinums he has, which isn't a lot. And I'm like, he's making the, 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 the console, thing you're playing. Yeah. Like, he's busy. He doesn't have time let to play the PlayStation. Let him, yeah. just, let just him have keep him away platinum. from game development, right. maybe, no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, I'm not usually this negative. Uh, I'm having my broody moment. Uh, you're feeling a bit week. posh. I don't know what that means. It sounds... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what posh is either. <laughs> it sounds um, like any... say. Anything else, Josh? Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm gonna play. Uh, um, I'm trying to get back into Breath of the Wild. I I had to pause that a week, a few weeks ago, because I've just been busy. But I am I am still playing that. I just haven't had a chance to play it in a few weeks. Right now, I'm in the in the Gerudo Valley area. Um, oh, that and that I finished. Cool. I finished uh like a shitload of the stuff on the the map that's optional. That's my favorite thing to do in the game is the the world itself. And I finished uh, Birdtown and uh, Fishland already. Birdtown and Fishland. I know what yeah, you mean. I finished finish those I'm areas. picking up what you're putting down. Cool. Um, awesome, Josh. Thank you. Chris, anything you wanted to discuss about what I'll you've been playing? I'll go over these quick because I covered them for RetroWare this week. Um, but Doctor Who, The Lonely Assassins. Um, I really enjoyed my time with this game, actually. Um, it's a phone slash PC release that has you investigating um a lost person's phone so you look through their oh, their pictures and um you look through um uh, their emails their their uh, phone number their, their um chat logs that kind of stuff and then uh what you do is you scan for like um some clues right to to find out where exactly he is and mm. it ha- like it set with this like Doctor Who kind of like uh, in, in the set Doctor Who world, and it integrates like the mechanics with the story so well. Um, I I loved I I really really enjoyed this game. Um, and like I love this genre that Kike and games have made, where oh it, it has some spooks, but also you can investigate someone's phone and then investigate what's exactly happened to them you know it's kind of like an invasion yeah. of privacy and it's 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 interesting um this looks really cool yeah um i would totally recommend it is it's pretty cheap if i remember correctly especially on phones um but i'd also check out the simulacro games um one thing though is if you played the simulacro games before um the format is starting to grow stale because it's kind of predictable at this point <laughs> um but like, i still really like this game and um i love how much like references there were in this as a fan of doctor who um also and i've got a review code for retroware by the way i don't know if i said that um lost words beyond the page uh this was a really delightful game actually it's kind of a, a puzzle platformer where you're um, going for a story where this young writer is experiencing grief over the loss of her nan. Um, I, I think that's in the trailer, so I'm not really spoiling much. Um, but it's it's delightful because you're going through this girl's journal and um, it's super imaginative. You're interacting with words to change the, the, um, what's going on in the story. And also, you're interacting like with scenes. So, for example, there's a word that comes up called like blow. So, and there's a birthday cake. So, what you do, you drag the word blow around the birthday cake to 
blow out the candles, right? And mm. the, it's such a beautiful game um, with how, like, with all the illustrations in the background of the journal. Um, for example, there's, like, um, this scene on the beach, and you can see, like, these waves, like, crashing in, and uh, with, like, these beautiful colours and illustrations, and it's just um, a, a really lovely to see. And then later on, you go into, like, these, um, your uh, playing uh, 3D, no, 2.5D kind of platforming levels where it's set in the story that the writer is uh, making. Um, so it's like this fantasy adventure and um, the main hook of her powers is like she, she, she can use words to interact with the environment just like the journal, but it's, uh, a, uh, it's the uh, self-puzzles. So, for example, with the word rise, you can make bubbles in the lava to help you rise um, a rock from the surface to get to a higher platform. Um, so there's some mm. really inventive ways they, um, that the developer, like Sketchbook Games, I think, um, used uh, this word-based mechanic. So, yeah. Um, just like It Takes Two, it feels a bit long in the tooth at points. Um, but overall really enjoyed this one too so i've had a good week of games um and i've got review code of yeah. lost words as well for that sounds awesome yeah. um that what, what you described to me uh i think if you like that you might like this game called baba is you mm. yeah uh, maybe yeah. have you heard of that mm. this is most narrative uh, focused uh, it, it's a bit easy on the easy uh, side okay um, yeah then yeah maybe not baba baba is you was like really it's like good. I'm just bad at those kind of games. Uh, it, but yeah, you, when you're talking about like the words and stuff, basically you like you can like make new words and stuff. So there are like multiple ways to solve pro- puzzles. I don't know. It's crazy. I think I I, I might be. Yeah, into the, the story's really emotional and like it, it made me teary a few times. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny. one of those okay. got, gotcha um, games. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, I you do. were mentioning at the beginning of it takes two. It's like Oh, it's one of those games. <laughs> yeah, it's just, this is one of yeah, those. Yeah, <laughs> where I'm just going to sob uncontrollably. Yeah. Um, awesome. All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps us up. A little bit of a shorter episode this time. That's okay. Chris, it'll be easier for you on the editing end. I'm sure no complaints from you yeah. on that. Um, so, yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening. We hope everybody has had a great week. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, and Josh. Where can people find you when you're not on ActiveQuest? You can find me uh, on Twitter at itsdrickjersh and uh, Retroware. Um, the thing that I will plug is by the time this airs, I will hopefully have finished my uh, Gex Retro review. It will be an in-depth 2,000-word article with lots of nice. Gexterity in there. So... <laughs> um yeah look forward to that yeah awesome uh thank you josh chris where can people find you when you're not on the yeah show? uh you can find me at penwell writes on twitter uh you can read my written work at the gamer and retroware i have uh i have impressions of it takes two coming up on retroware um saying why it's one of the best 3d platformers um i've ever played and uh cool yeah i'll be talking about playstation all stars as well and how that kind of deserved more than it got so yeah 
God. Also, <laughs> check out Beyond <laughs> My Hair Academia podcast each and every Wednesday. Nice. Uh, Vaughn Hyde and I, we go through the excruciating details of each and every episode of the show. Um, it's a lot of fun. You should listen to it if you're a My Hero Academia fan. And oh my god, that series is getting nuts right now. Um, especially in the manga. Yeah, the new season just yeah. started, mm-hmm. right? The new season just started. Cool. Um, unfortunately, we reviewed the dub, so it's not out yet. So we we're not really following the new season yet until the dub comes out. Um, but uh... we did cover the latest episode, like uh, a latest uh, chapter of My Hero Academia in the manga. And uh, it has a lot of um, hints towards the future. Uh, yeah, so go check out My Hero Academia. Uh, yeah, my my go beyond My Hero Academia podcast over there. Cool. Um, thank you, Chris. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. Um, you can find my written work at Digital Trends, Games Radar. I've got a bunch of coverage for Monster Hunter. Uh, got Probably some wars on stuff I'm going to be working on begrudgingly. That game is just driving me crazy now. I'm sure you guys Sorry. are tired of hearing me yeah. talk about it. Um, That's such a shame. And it is, yeah. Uh, and I have a report I'm actually working on right now that should go live over at Games Radar that you can check out this week as well. Uh, don't want to say much more, but I'll tweet about it when that, when that goes live. Um, so we want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for your time, and we hope you have a great week. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.